Welcome to Is Franchising Right For You? with your host, Rick Morgan. Through each episode, we'll demystify preconceived notions about franchising, both entrepreneurs franchising and those buying a franchise. You can find this show on all the major platforms, including YouTube, LinkedIn, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Now here's the host of Is Franchising Right For You? Rick Morgan. Welcome. Hi, Ramsey. Hey, Rick. How are you? I'm doing well. So, uh, you know, before this started, I mentioned that podcasting is new. And what I'm trying to do is tell the the entire story of about franchising and have those uh, those stories be told by individuals involved through their stories. So I've invited franchisors like yourself, franchisees, past clients, peers, my peers, consultants, and people then from finance and legal who will come on in later episodes and along with other industry experts. So I appreciate your time. And 2024, right around the corner, but that's a milestone. That's going to be 35 years in business. And, you know, you think back to 1989, I I consider you a, a futurist. You know, in 1989, my first child was born. I certainly wasn't thinking about the being a baby boomer or the aging population. Is there something you saw, or or did this happen out of a need? How did you st- you and your brother start this company? Right. Thank you, uh, Rick, for hosting me in uh, this podcast. Uh, it's an interesting story. When we started, uh, my background is in organization behavior, marketing, and management. And my brother, who is a co- uh, co-founder of Options, is a structural engineer by profession. So none of us came from a healthcare background. But in 1989, our mother was on a wheelchair, and she needed care around the clock by way of someone staying there uh, and providing care for her. We called uh, all the agencies then in the Washington, D.C. metro area, which is where we are, and none of them could provide the care on a living basis, on an ongoing basis. So that triggered something, and I thought there must be a niche in the market because I'm sure a lot of people are in similar condition like my own mother. And we thought of trying that and and start providing care on a live-in basis. And sure enough, the minute we announced that we provide live-in, we were getting calls from 50 miles away, 100 miles away, and 150 miles away. So this is how the company started. And uh, it, it shot up at the beginning very, very, the growth was phenomenal. And if you fast forward 34 years, soon to be 35 years, uh, this program is still one of the major revenue generator program for, for the group. You mean the, the 24-7? The 24-7 on a living basis, yes. Yeah, yes. Now, did you, when did you start franchising? You know, you're, you've been... In business, you found it 34 years ago, but did you start franchising right away? or We started franchising around 2016. We did not start franchises to start with in 1989. We started service in 1989, and we wanted to perfect the model before we offer it as a franchise. And by 2016, uh, we consulted with the major franchising guru in the country, and they told us, you guys are ready because of the training program that you have is fit for franchising. And this is when we switch to franchising. 
you know, what I like about options for Senior Care America is that you as an organization have skin in the game, keep skin in the game by having or, or, or operating corporate-owned units. So you know the issues that you face and the issues that your franchisees face and can collaborate. So that, that's one thing I respect about the, your company, Options for Senior America. Absolutely. That's one of the major attractions that we see people coming to us because we are operational to start with, and then we added the franchising uh, concept and the franchising component to our operation. So when people come to us, they know that this group is still providing care. So the training program, the support is all uh, generated from a uh, real-life situation, not just looking at the book and seeing open a page of the book and answering any question. No, we've been there, done that. We're still doing it as we speak. And that adds value to our, uh, to our program. Yeah, yeah, yes, it does. And so you've been franchising since uh, 2016, to be your eighth year. I've been in the industry for about that amount of time, and I've just seen a tremendous change in the industry. What type of changes have you seen within the senior care or home health care industry? Within the uh, senior home health care industry, there has been a lot of change, and, and the biggest visible change is that, well, a few of them. First of all, it's been inundated with companies, franchisors, who are offering this. And the reason is the growth of the senior population in the country. You know, I'm sure, uh, Rick, that 10,000 people every day turn 65 years of age in this country every single day. And uh, no matter how there are more franchisors doing this kind of offering franchises, the demand is always ahead of the supply. So there's always more demand than supply. There's room for everyone to grow. And that's one of the major changes. Other changes have to do with some state regulations that are regulating the industry. Mm -hmm. uh, there, out of the 50 states, there are uh, 26 states that are regulated, uh, seven states that are semi-regulated, and the remaining states, 17, that are non-regulation. So depending on where you are in the country, you see a difference in the regulations. So these are some of the major changes, but, but the, the one that, that um, is very obvious is the growth of the uh, number of franchisors in the industry. But the, that's the, that growth has really come through the need based on the increase in the population within the 65 plus. Yeah. And I, I can imagine that another uh, area of change and innovation has been the integration of technology into franchise systems. And I think you've done that well. Okay. Very, much. Can, yeah. Very much so. The integration of technology has, has really, technology has invaded the senior care like other industries as well. But just to give you an example, a, a small example, we started, um, we developed a um, mobile application about four or five years ago that checks in the nurses when they get to the uh, house of where they're providing the service without them having to touch any button. You know, the minute she arrives at the house of the care recipient, it automatically sends a signal to the computer in the office that so-and-so has arrived at Mrs. Smith, you know. And this is done through a GPS program. Um, a lot of other companies have similar 
uh, check-in, check-out uh, application, but the nurse has to push a button to do that. Whereas ours that we developed, it, we, we thought that we wanted to do it automatically without even having the nurse to push a button because she may forget or what have you. So now it's automatic. The minute she arrives at Mrs. Smith, that computer is going to get a, a, a message that uh, this nurse has arrived at her client automatically. Does that message arrive to the, the office, but it also could arrive to a family member? That the, the caregiver? The office. Yes. The, office. the message to the office. It's, it's a record of when the nurse arrived at her client. Okay. Yeah. You know, one, one of the biggest concerns that I have when I talk to my candidates about senior care is the ability to attract and retain caregivers. Yeah. That, that's, that, that's, it seems to, to be, an, it can't be an issue. It can't yeah. be a misperception. How would you address that? This we've seen that uh, being, uh, you know, voiced uh, by by different people who are about to enter the senior care, and their concern is, you know, where do we get these care providers from? Where do we get these nurses? Uh, luckily for options, we have been in a recruiting mode from day one since 1989. We always are recruiting because you never know when you get a client in what area and what schedule. You see, in, in the senior care, schedule has a lot to do. You have daytime, you have night shift, you have live-in, you have few hours a day, you have morning and afternoon shift, and care providers may be available at different times of the day. Not every care provider, you know, it's not an office job where you, you ask the employee, are you available nine to five? Yes, then they're, they're applicants. Here, it's different. You want to check the uh, the schedule over 24-hour period uh, every day to see who is available. Now, recruitment-wise, we have devised a, a very big variety of sources to recruit. You know, people think, put an ad on Indeed and you'll get care providers. That's one of the ways. Yes, you may get some, but that's only one of the ways. We have devised 22 ways to hire care providers on an ongoing basis. Some of them have to do with portals online, and we're not talking only about Indeed and Craigslist and Monster and those. There are some portals online that specifically focus on hiring healthcare providers and nurses and nurses' aides. And we are members of these organizations that hire this. So that's another way of getting it from Aging Care, a place for mom, caring.com. A lot of them do that. We also have a program whereby we go to the CNA schools, certified nursing assistant schools, mm. at, uh, at the graduation time, and we present to them um, options. And that has also increased the recruitment program with us because we uh, we uh, get into a partnership with the owners of those schools. And every territory that we have, our territories are larger than the usual. They have three or four CNA schools that graduate three or four times a year, each time about 30 uh, members, 30 CNAs. So you do the math, we're talking about between three and 500 CNAs every year graduating mm -hmm. from that territory. So we try to attract those people. 
And we have programs like sign-on programs, bonus programs. We ask our 10 best care providers to, in each territory, to refer to us care providers. And usually, good, good nurses refer to you good nurses. So uh, we take advantage of that. So the more you have a diversification of the source of the uh, care providers, the less, and the less you have a problem with, with uh, hiring care providers. So with your membership in these 22 organizations and then your recruiting through uh, CNA uh, education programs, you've built this tremendous pool of talent that your franchisees can access, correct? No, we train the franchisees in their own territory. Okay. So Uh, it's a training program that we we do with them, yeah. So one, one thing I've noticed is that Options for Senior America has been continuously awarded in successive years as being one in the top 1% of all senior care companies. So uh, how do you do that? What, what This is what you... about, yes, uh, the awards that we got, it, it's very uh, humbling to, to talk about them because we get them both from the service side as well as the franchise side. As a matter of fact, this week we got an award, which is the uh, 100 Game Changers Award in, in the franchising. And they select 100 out of over 4,000 franchise brands in the country today. And they chose 100 options as one of them as Game Changer. And they have the criteria how to uh, to select the, uh, the, the, the franchisor who belong to these 100. This is on the franchise side. We also got for eight uh, for eight uh, years in a row the this is what you're referring to the best of senior care award in the country in North America as a matter of fact this includes the United States and Canada and this award is is prestigious only because it is defined by the families by the end users who use home care hmm. okay. And, it's not an organization. It's not a pool of uh, franchisors or franchisees or business people. It's actually the families who are using the service of senior care. And they vote for that. And this is what we feel very proud and, and very fortunate to be on the list eight years in a row, the top one or two percent, depending on which year. Last year it was the top one percent, as a matter of fact. And this is testimonials from different families who use senior care. And uh, we we take it, as you said at the beginning, we take it to heart that, you know, uh, we treat every single care program, every single client as if it was our own family member. And we tell every single care provider when we onboard a care coordinator, when we onboard them. And when you are interviewing a care provider, the last question that you ask yourself is look at that care provider in the eye and ask yourself, would you hire her to take care of your own mother? If the answer is yes, proceed. If the answer is no, even though all the boxes have been checked, stop and think why. If the answer is still no, go to another care provider. Because if your gut telling you, I do not trust this person with my own mother, then you should not trust it with your clients. Oh, what, what an important philosophy. Yeah. And 
we've known each other for several years. And throughout those years, I've noticed that Options for Senior America has an extremely rigorous process to take their franchise candidates on this journey to make sure they're right for options, right. To be the right franchisee. So it's I, I just when you describe the the final question for a caregiver, I think that philosophy must carry over into who you select as franchisees. You know, right. how, how do you know a good candidate from somebody who's not the right fit? Absolutely. We don't have a crystal ball, uh, uh, Rick. Uh, I mean, you know, we work with you and you referred uh, some very good people for us and they went through the entire rigorous, as you said, program to uh, to uh, approve their application. And we tell them they won. Listen, you do not have to apply. And it takes about three weeks to approve your application if all the questions are filled. And we go through the whole thing, including uh, a Zorical test, which is a personality test, to see mm -hmm. if they comply well with the culture of the organization. It's very important for us that whoever we choose is uh, compatible with the culture of the organization. We believe that this is important. I mean, yes, you, some other franchisors grow exponentially, and we realize then when they reach that height, they drop, you know, 20% or 30% of their of their uh, franchisees drop the system, we don't want to be there. I mean, we, we try as much as possible to pick up uh, a franchisee that meshes well with the culture of the organization. And uh, we, we always have that in mind from day one. So you must ask the question of, of, of why senior care? Yeah. And why options as part of your, your rigor in, in determining if they're going to be a good fit. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, for every franchise candidates, the first choice that they have to make is what industry I want to get in. And that's you get you as a franchise consultant get into that uh, focus more than us. And you bring them to us once they decide to go into senior care. So the first choice is: Do you want to do? Do you want to be a restaurant owner, a senior care company, a gym company, a education company? What? And you work with them with your personality, with your schedule, with their schedule, with with everything. And you together, you and them, determine: I want to be in this industry. Once they come to senior care, then why options? And this is where we believe we shine when someone starts uh, comparing options to others and. We have always been very upfront with them and tell them, listen, if you are comparing, we can help you compare because we know all the competition. Uh, a lot of them are good competition out there, but we will show you the pros of each uh, franchisor and you decide for yourself which one suits you the best. We have all the FDDs. We can make your job easier by making a little comparison by normalizing the field so they can compare apple to apple and look at the fdd and dissect the fdd in such a way that they can put it in a in a table form and see on a line by line item where does each franchisor stand and let the franchisee select because at the end of the day the devil's in the detail and people don't read the fdd as much as they should and give it attention, they go through it, and 
sometimes you want to look at the additional cost, additional fees. Um, the, the franchise fee itself is not the most important thing. I mean, uh, the franchise royalty fees are more important than the fee itself because it's ongoing for 10 years. And the hidden fees are very important. And there are many examples where you can see if you're comparing apples to apples, where a franchisor uh, shines out, you know, among the rest. Do you, do you provide any guidance or coaching on the best way to navigate an FDD or your FDD? We, we tell them that they should spend time. We send them the FDD, they read it, and we tell them, listen, the FDD, don't be intimidated by it. It's, it the whole thing is, could be close to 200 pages, but we dissect it to them. We tell them the actual FDD, let's say it's about 60 pages, then you have the actual uh, agreement, which is Exhibit A of the FDD, is another 50 pages. Then you have all the exhibits and all the addendums and all of that. That comes in. But the actual FDD is not 200 pages, it's less than that. So we wanted to read it, and then we can schedule a time when we can discuss it and answer all your questions. Well, that, that's, I think that's important. Break it down. Yes. Break it down into, into chunks. Exactly. Here's the, here is the first 60 pages of the FDD, which is we have to disclose uh, the yeah. back. This is the franchise agreement. Here, here, which are important addendums or, or exhibits. Okay. Yeah. So you and your brother, Sam, have built this incredible senior care company, award-winning, highly recognized from your end users, you know, top 1%. How long are you going to keep doing this? What's your vision for options for senior America? I mean... I've met you guys. You guys have tremendous energy. You have energy of somebody half your age. Yeah. Where, where are you taking this thing? Uh, that's a good question, uh, Rick. We, we try to maintain the quality. And as a matter of fact, the vision that we show, uh, we have a three-minute uh, vision video that we show every single franchisee at Discovery Day. We're gonna, tomorrow, as you know, we have a Discovery Day. Yes. And he will be seeing, watching this, this video, which is our vision. And we emphasize the quality in our vision. And we say that although we want to grow, but we are always aware that our growth should not be at the cost of our quality. And it's easy to grow. You know, it's easy to go from you know X to 10X uh, franchisees, but it's more difficult to go from X to 5X franchisees and maintain the same quality. And we're always aware, and uh, you know, we take a point and, and make an effort to maintain the quality. Yeah, I think the quality of care extends throughout your whole chain of process, chain of customer delivery, right? It's it's right. the quality of your organization, right? And the training you provide to find the right cultural fit. The quality of the the care that the franchisee takes in finding the right caregivers to make sure that they give the quality exactly. care to the end user, the, the patients, so that this continual flow of co you know, cultural quality grows and sustains the business model, right? Yes, exactly so. 
And the quality is, as you said, Rick, on both sides, on the franchise side, but equally, if not more important, on the delivery of the service side. So we want to make sure that each franchisee is delivering the same quality service that we at the corporate office are delivering. And that's an ongoing process. This is not something that you do and you stop. It's ongoing. So I just kind of want to delve a little bit on the uh, personal side of Ramsey and, and, and even your brother. I mean, you think about brothers growing up, was it always this amicable relationship or do, did you guys have a natural brother? It's funny to ask this. When we started, uh, you know, a story goes like uh, our CPA, uh, the first year he said, Brent, you, you're working with your brother. I said, yes. He said, okay, I just want to tell you, it's, you know, it's not such a good idea because I've seen many brothers not I said, no, no, we're, we're fine. The second year, Ramji, you're still working with your brother. I said, yes. The fifth year, Ramji, are you still working together? I said, yes. Now, the 34th year, he stopped asking. <laughs> you know, we, we devised a way that we work with each other uh, fine. You know, no problem whatsoever. Yeah, you started off the, this our conversation with your different skill sets, your different um, you know, educational and professional backgrounds that came yeah. together. Well, Ramsey, I, I appreciate your time. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you the, the last words before we conclude our, our podcast, and thank you. So thank you. You have the uh, floor. Well, last word would be probably going to potential franchisees, entrepreneurs who want to enter into the uh, franchise uh, world, which is a great franchise. As a rule of thumb, if they were to start their own business outside franchising, the rule of thumb tells you that you're going to be spending two years just spending money on the business. With franchising, automatically those two years drop to anywhere between one year and one year and a half because you're buying a, a model that is sustainable, that's proven successful. And we, I encourage everyone who wants to go into their own business to try franchising because uh, there are more than 4,000 franchisors in the country no matter what your inclination is and no matter what, what you want to do you'll find a franchise to uh, answer your needs. And it is more scalable than if you were to start your own business because of the model. You, you perfect the model, you follow the system, then you can do it another time, and a third time, and a fourth time. And before you know it, you have multiple territories that you that you own. Well, thank you. That, that's a good, good wrap up about, uh, about the... Try a franchise model because you're, you're buying into a system. You, the system allows you to scale. Right. And uh, it's, a, it's a great experience for, can be a great experience for first-time entrepreneurs and even uh, mature, experienced uh, entrepreneurs too, to, to diversify. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate your time, Ramsey. I uh, hope all goes well tomorrow with your discovery day. And you know, I'm sure we'll talk soon. Thank you so much and good luck on your podcast. That's great. Right. You've been tuning into Is Franchising Right for You with your host, Rick Morgan. You can find more episodes on all the major platforms, including YouTube, LinkedIn, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Thank you for your positive reviews, comments, questions, and for sharing this show with others.